welcome to a spontaneous Sober Heathen Live entitled, You Mad Bro? <laughs> uh, man, what a day. I had a great uh, podcast earlier today with Mir. Make sure to check that out um, anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. It was a lot of fun. Um, really good dude. Um, serious about recovery. Does a lot of writing. Puts a lot of things out there. It was a really good podcast. Actually, I've done three podcasts uh, in the last week or so. And they've all been fantastic. Um, this one might be a little bit of a short one, but if you're out there listening, you want to comment, um, I may get a little rough around the edges. Um, you know, I don't really do that a whole lot. I try to not ruffle feathers, or maybe I do, but this time it's intentional. You know, um, <clears throat> the reason for the um, the You Mad Bro title is it's it's quite entertaining to me to see how many people out there um, give so many shits about what you're doing in your recovery. What you're doing to take care of yourself and better your life because you're not doing it the way that they do it. Or they believe that you have um, ulterior motives and they don't even know you. And that's the funny part because what they don't understand is that's ego. Ego is telling you that you know more than what you do know without any evidence to back it up. But, I mean, I think that's a fair way of looking at it. Let me give you an example. I'm going to read you a comment that was left on my post. First, I'm going to read you the comment, and then I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read you um, what I posted. Um, and it's, it's hard to read because it's poorly written, but I'm going to read it to you anyway, and I won't say who did it. Um, but it's somebody that doesn't even follow me. So they're just flopping around social media and decided that, hey, I'm going to be a douchebag. <clears throat> so the comment was left that said the first, without a T, the first year is usually that otherwise, question mark. After a year, it's just life. Far too many carry on as of recovery has this lifelong effect of emotional and physical dilemma and recovery is a white knuckle thing forever. That type question mark, and I say question mark because I'm trying to make sure you know it's a question because it's really hard to read. And the last sentence is discourage people from even trying. So what he's saying is, you know, you're making something out of nothing. Um, you know, it's just life. Suck it up, Buttercup. Um, and the people that don't do that, which he's commenting on my post, which I'll read here in a second, um, saying you know that. I'm, or people that talk about struggles are discouraging people from even trying. And that is fucking stupid. Um, I need people to be real. I need people to be real early on. Um, I need people to be real often. And I needed to know that there wasn't a fairy tale happening at the end of this thing. Because every time I believed there was a fairy tale, which it was in the beginning, because I saw all these people so happy. And they, they may be truly happy when they're in these meetings and they're sharing and they do all these things. But to never see them upset or to hear them talk about, you know, how they're dealing with rough times made them something that they weren't. They weren't human. And so when things started to struggle for me, then it was like all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, what the fuck's wrong with me? So I'm going to read you that comment one more time and I'm going to tell you and then I'm going to read you what my post and what this person put it on. And I'll try to read it uh, the best I can. The first year is usually that otherwise. After a year, it's just fought life. Far too many carry on as recovery has this lifelong effect of emotional and physical dilemma, and recovery is a white-knuckle thing forever. That type, 
discourage people from even trying. So my post was just something that I do. You know, I, I have two journals. I just got a third one given to me. And um, so I document a lot of things. And I started out my podcast as, as kind of like a, a video diary of getting things out there. And it's been very therapeutic for me. And it turns out that it's been helpful to at least a couple people because, um, you know, I, I got a little bit of a following. So my original post said, I can't sleep more than three or four hours at a time. And it's been like this for a week, a week. Okay. Not sure what that means. Either way, I'm up and at them. Have a great day, folks. <laughs> in what universe does this person who I don't, I think I recognize maybe the picture, but in what universe do you get that I'm saying that I'm within a year of sobriety or under a year of sobriety and that I'm acting like um, things are a dilemma and that I'm white knuckling things and that I was even talking about my recovery. I mean, there are so many assumptions going on in this comment alone that, that is just, it's mind blowing. And, you know, I always go to ego when I talk to these guys because I know where they're coming from. They're coming from the the gatekeeper AA type, and they want they want to say these things because they're you know um, they're the old timers, right? They know what's going on. This is how they were taught, and this is how it's done. I said nothing. So unless this dude knows me, and I don't know who he is, and he's under some name that I I don't recognize. Um, this guy saw my comment, knows that I'm talking about recovery. Um, maybe he just saw the sober and went with that. I don't know. I'm not going to speculate. But he drew a lot out of just a simple, I can't sleep more than three or four hours at a time. It's been like this for a week. Not sure what that means. Either way, I'm up and at him. Have a great day, folks. Wow. You had to really stoop real low to turn that into something like I was discouraging people from even trying, from um, getting into recovery. That's 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 almost impressive. Uh, oh, and that's, and uh, yeah, well. As Ryan, or as I know him as Pug, uh, says, tell him to fuck off. <laughs> That's, I'm trying to do that as politely as I can in this uh, brief live here. Um, so let me give you another example. Um, had a fellow, and again, I don't have permission to, to say who it is, so I'll, I'll just read the, the, uh, the post. Uh, what is one thing sobriety means to you today? For me, it's being able to roll out of bed and make chocolate uh, chip pancakes for my kids and not be hungover. Right? That's, this is all he posted. That's the original post. He's talking about getting out of bed, sober, making chocolate chip pancakes for his kids and not being hungover. What a nice post. This douchebag, no nonsense recovery. I won't read his tag, but that's the, that's the name on the account. This guy goes around to people and just tries to be a total dick. And he is a dick and he can eat a dick. Um, you can, his, his comment to that about making chocolate chip pancakes for this dude's kids is and you get to swan around social media living high on the hog as a recovery guru so this guy has been on my page several times apparently he has this fetish of thinking that because you have a or not it's not a fetish well maybe the fetish is getting on here and being a giant dick um but he has this belief i think that if you make a podcast you're automatically making money which i can tell you that i am Definitely not in the positive on the money that I put into my podcast, right? So he's completely delusional and misunderstanding and, and has a lack of understanding what podcast means, right? So my buddy, he responds to him, tells him to take a look at himself. Um, 
the next comment, the guy says, the good news is a few bucks in your back pocket to promote your magnificent recovery. Why not help in 12-step group, or does that not fit into your lining your pockets inflating your ego? <laughs> so my buddy, he does go to AA. Um, he does have a group. And so he tells them about that, and he explains more than what he probably needed to to this guy, but he's trying to let this guy in. He's trying to be courteous, I think. Finally, the guy says, I think in the AA group that you attend may be encouraging you to inflate your ego, the opposite of AA principles. So this douche waffle is actually going above and beyond just being a dick, um, pretending to know what the AA meetings, um, what they are doing um, in the AA meetings and, and what they are telling him to do, right? So this has been something. What's up, Sober Dad? You're more than welcome to join me if you want to. Um, so, look, I have said it time and time again. I've spoke out against AA a little bit, but it's not AA the program. It's the some of the people, and it's a small, small portion of people that get on here and try to flex their ego and then tell you that your ego is out of control uh, because you're not doing it the way that they do it. My ego has been out of control, according to these people, because I no longer count my days. I don't call myself an alcoholic. That's my ego out of control. Um, I talk recovery, and I try to be as open and honest about it. And I talk about the Sinclair method. I talk about every possible pathway that I can learn about. And if I can get somebody on the podcast that's doing it to talk about it, I do that. That's my ego out of control. I don't think these guys understand what ego means. Um, you know, these are the guys that are in the mindset of get to a meeting Sit down, shut up, make the coffee, and don't talk for a month. Don't talk for a week. Just listen. If that works for you, for the love of God, continue to do what you got to do. But these are these are the things, and I'm seeing it more and more now. The more people I have in the podcast, more people I um, that that follow me on on X, there's more and more people that are. Um, oh, it sounds like. The teenagers having some fun next door. <laughs> um, these are the things that push people away. People don't want to be talked to like that when you do not know them. And to treat everybody as if they are the exact same and they need the same thing that you need um, is just unrealistic. So even if you used one particular pathway and you just said, okay, I used AA, I used NA, um, I used Dharma, you can do that and you can use whatever you need to use but everybody's life is different. Nobody goes home to the same lifestyle. Nobody goes to the same job the next day. Nobody works with the same coworkers the next day. Nobody has the same children. Nobody has the same bank account. Nobody lives in the same area. These things are all factors that come into play. And to think that it's just right down the middle for everybody is just ridiculous to me. And to treat people like crap um, just because they're not doing it the way that you do it is not helpful. It, it, it's not. Um, I just, I had to vent, you know what I mean? I had to get on here for a few seconds and I had to, you know, cause I'm looking at, I'm looking at my buddy who this guy's going after. And this, this dude, I've never met him in real life. I call him a buddy, but I, I look at this person and he's a good dad. You know, he's, he's doing great things and he's super positive and that's what matters, right? There are a time and place to set boundaries. There's a time and place to give tough love. But that time and place isn't on social media to complete fucking strangers that you don't know. 
that's just my belief. So do your best to ignore these assholes. Block them. You know, I, I'm not taking my own advice on that. I've only blocked one person um, that has come to my feed and tried to tell me that, um, you know, I'm going to relapse or I'm not doing it right. I've actually had some of these guys uh, tell me that, well, if you're not an alcoholic, you should go out and drink again just to prove it. <laughs> I'm not saying that I can, I didn't say I'm cured of my addiction. I'm not an alcoholic anymore because I choose not to drink. And if I can choose not to drink, then I don't need to test it. If I said I was cured from addiction, maybe. But yeah, yeah, misery does love company. That guy sounds pretty fucking miserable to me. And that's a you know that's a great word for it because um, irritable and discontent is a word that you'll hear in AA circles quite a bit. And if that, to be quite frankly, and I'll sum it up here. This is like I said, it's going to be a brief one. Hopefully, I'll get on later with uh, some other friends to do a, a live event. Um. But if that is sobriety and recovery, if that's what it looks like, <laughs> I don't want anything to do with your sobriety or your recovery. You can keep that shit and you can keep it nice and close because I'm going to leave that shit sit on a sidewalk. No, thank you. So anyway, um, you know, I, I, we got like six people watching. If anybody has any comments, tell me where I'm wrong. Um, tell you, you know, if you if anybody um, I can always send an invite if anybody wants to share an experience. Uh, that they had. But what I've come to realize at the end of the day here is that on this social media thing, there are far more people that don't use the mainstream, you know, the AA meetings um, to recover. And I'm finding more and more that there are people that put the bottle down on their own uh, through just therapy and self-reflection. And that was almost unheard of. That That wasn't possible. When I first got into recovery and I got into AA, those those things weren't possible because you were told that if people could do that, then they weren't really an alcoholic. Well, you listen to their stories and they sound pretty damn similar to me. And with alcoholism being a self-diagnosed disease, if you want to call it that, and that's fine if you do, um, it's self-diagnosed. So nobody is telling you that you're not sure. Your family's going to tell you that. But as I've shared before, um, <laughs> there was a guy in treatment who's, whose parents put him into treatment and dude wasn't even drinking like a fifth a month. And I'm sorry, but that's uh, there's not much evidence there to support. You know what I mean? So people can call you that. But when you're looking at in terms of AA and how AA looks at it, um, you know, you, it says you can go into the nearest bar room and you can diagnose yourself in a hurry. Try to control drinking. If you can't do it, then you're probably an alcoholic. So you're diagnosing yourself, right? So... I think if you're diagnosing yourself, then you can label yourself however you want. And I don't think it's a bad thing if you don't want to go into a meeting for the rest of your life and call yourself an alcoholic. That's negative talk. I don't I don't think there's any use for that. I beat the shit out of myself enough every single day um, for all, other random things. Um, I don't need to continue to label myself that way to make other people feel better or to convince other people that I'm working their program or working the program how they think it should be worked. Again, if you listen to anything other than this, then you know that I support AA. I carry my big books around with me everywhere. I quote from the big book all the time. I enjoy reading about it. I don't think it's the cure-all, but I do think it's helped a ton of people. And so I want people to, to be able to enjoy it. 
And what these people that come on and they attack other people that aren't preaching the AA gospel or regurgitating the same one-liners over and over again, what they think they're doing is they think they're going to go and, well, I don't know what they think, so I'm not going to play be like them. I'm not going to pretend I know what they think. But what they're doing is they're, they are the ones pushing people away. They're the ones that are making it rough. Because when I see comments like that, you know, I get up and I talk about I, I haven't slept right in a week, and the dude wants to jump on me like I'm scourging people from recovery. It's just stupid. And that shit gets me fired up. You know what I mean? I, I don't get paid to do these things. I do these things because I truly enjoy them. I truly love talking to people. I love learning. And, you know, I've gotten enough DMs and enough emails from people that have said, wow, I really appreciate your honesty and authenticity. Please keep doing what you're doing. And that, that's my motivating, motivating factor. That's the, that's the income that I'm getting um, is, is to continue to do that. So um, if you listen to this again, thank you. Um, we've been all the way up to almost 10 people viewing and that's pretty awesome. Um, might do another live later, not alone, but I had to get on. I had to talk about this. If you haven't get a chance or you can't right now comment, um, on anything that I've said, if you agree, disagree, find me on X, find me on Facebook. Um, shoot me an email at the sober at yahoo.com. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. The more, you know, the less you realize, you know, so you can get to a point to think that you're at this certain point and think, yep, I got it all figured out and you choose to stop learning, then all of a sudden you're not learning. And now you don't have, you're, you're not, you're not growing. And I tell you, I can tell you right now, if I ever say anything on here and somebody comes out and says, dude, that's completely wrong. I, I will do everything that I can to make sure that I make a video and say, Hey, this is where I was wrong. And that's why I try to say, I'm doing this also, you know, to challenge myself because I know some people don't like it when I talk negatively about AA, but they're, they're missing the whole point. I'm not talking negatively about AA. I'm talking negatively about some of its members. Um, you know, I enjoy the conversation. You know, I use the word challenge um, because it can be challenging to have a debate and or, or discussion like that sometimes. But I enjoy discussion, and that's what I'm here for, to talk about recovery and hope that one day, um, you know, something I say or one of my guests say will hit home to somebody and maybe change the course of their life. And if it, that doesn't happen, well, we try Right. So uh, thank you, Chris, Sarah, uh, Sober Dad, Ryan. Thanks, you guys, for uh, for tuning in. Um, it means a lot to me. And uh, if you guys are bored later, there might be another live coming up with some friends, some sober friends. Or as it was referred to from my guest today in a later tweet after the show, he said, um, the Sober Justice League. <laughs> so you got the Sober Heathen, you got Sober Dad, you got the Sober Thinker, you got all kinds of sober people out there fighting the good fight against addiction. So again, love you all. Thank you much for listening and uh, reach out if you got any comments. Have a good night, guys.